Hey, and welcome along to this interactive breakout session live here with myself, Phil Ball from Action Coach. And we are here today solving your number one business challenge. So come on, folks. There's lots of links around that you can click on to ask me any question you like about your business right now. Okay, so let's set the scene for a second. It's been a really different sort of time for us over the last couple of years, and we're here today just out there making sure that we're helping as much as possible. So if you've got a question about your business, or you'd like to know a little bit more about a certain area right now that you're working on in your business, then get in touch, click on the button, come, come on live with me today, and we will get um, your questions answered. But just as we're beginning to do that, what I'd like to do is set the scene around a little bit more around business and you know how we even got into this situation. Well, many of us will be in business for many different reasons, but the journey that we would have taken to get into business is typically of sort of a couple of areas really. One will be, you know, you're really, really good at a particular area of something and you want to just go out there and do it on your own, or you might have been given a business, for example. But whatever it is, would it be cool to learn, as well as solving our number one business issue, would it be cool to learn a little bit more about how we can make our business a little bit more effective, add a little bit more structure into it, and just give us a framework, a DNA to work to, that rips it all back from behind the scenes and allows you to take that helicopter view. That's what I want us to do whilst you're getting your questions in today and we're solving your number one business challenge. Okay, live here with Action Coach at Elite Business Live in this interactive breakout room. I'm going to take you through some to be honest, team, some action coach gold, right? So this is what we work with, this framework. We work with business owners all over the world. We're in over 80 countries across the globe, and we've got over a 1,000 coaches. They'll all be working with business owners working through this framework. I want to share that with you today. I want to take you through a little bit of that framework. Questions are going to be coming out as we go through about how can it affect my business, how might I improve that particular area, that's totally cool. So make sure you've got a couple of things. Make sure you're tuned in, you're looking at the camera, okay, you've got yourself a pen and pad, you've got yourself a little bit of space, a little bit of headspace, and you're going to give it some thought, right? We're just going to give it some thought today, and we're also going to generate a little bit of energy. So here we go. So the five ways that we're going to grow profits in our business right now. So whatever the business is, if it's service-based, if it's a product, if it's in the UK, outside the UK, it doesn't matter. We're going to have a little look at it from the top down. So most of us, most of us out there, team, we know these three items within our business. We know how many customers we've got. Okay, that's normally a given. We know how many customers we've got in our business. We also know, okay, what the revenue is. Of course we know what the revenue is, because if we're looking at that bank every single month or every single day or every single week, whatever it might be for you, we know what the revenue is in that business. And team, obviously, we know what the profits are, what we take home right at the end of the day when we've paid all our bills, when we've done everything that we need to do, okay, paid all our suppliers, Again, okay, all that great stuff, we know those three key areas, okay? Now, here's the interesting point. The interesting point to this is they're important, really, really important. We're not saying they're not important. However, there's a framework that we need to build in just before we get to those numbers. And also, how do we impact those numbers? 
Okay, so just before I go through this, just going to go back to uh, reiterating what I said at the start. If you've got a question about solving your number one business priority right now, whatever it might be, it could be in sales, operations, people, uh, anywhere you like, come on, come online, click through. The team behind the scenes are going to get you up and through into the system so you can come and have a discussion with me here at the front. So let's go through this framework then. Where do we begin? when we start with this framework. We start with the number of leads. I'll talk a little bit more about each section. I'm just gonna roll up all the areas to begin with. So we talk about the number of leads. Now, it's never been easier to invest in all sorts of different strategies to build that lead generation mechanic. Okay, so we're building that lead generation. Then it's about converting them, converting them into paying customers. Obviously, something that we all really, really enjoy is that customer coming across and investing in our business or service, okay, and getting the value, all the great value that you provide out there to the marketplace. Okay, that gives us the customers. All right, now, once they've become a customer, where do we go next? So, we go into the number of transactions. So, how many, how many customers okay, that we've got in the business, important, all right, we're timesing that by how many times do they transact in your business? How many times do they transact in your business? Okay, I mean, if we don't know that number right now, team, is that an important number for us to start measuring? Yeah, it's a vital number for us to start measuring. I'll tell you why in a second. Okay, so once we've got the number of transactions, okay, we're talking about the average pound sale. How much are they investing in your product or service? Okay, so again, let's just go over from the top. Number of leads. It's important to capture the number of leads that we're getting on an annual basis. Now, on an annual basis, that should be a given, right? We should know that number as a, as a given. What our conversion rate is across the year, absolutely. Okay, if we wanna go microscopic on this stuff, team, then we get that down to the day, to the week, to the month, okay? Then, once we've got the customers in, we're looking, obviously, at the number of transactions and the average pound sale. So we do that calculation, and where does that take us? That takes us to the revenue. Okay, again, what we said right at the start, a really, really important number, okay, but absolutely essential that we know what happens before that. We times that number on profit margins, on, on, our, on our profit, okay, and that is going to give us what profit we make. All makes uh, straightforward sense so far. Very, very simple mechanic. Now, we have businesses that work in particular disciplines that they might set this up in a specific area or on a specific product, for example, or across a specific time frame. It doesn't really matter as long as we start measuring these numbers. And it will become clearer as we go through today why it is so important that right at the beginning, obviously, we get this written down. Team, I could not urge you enough just to write this mechanic down. Get it down on paper, start digesting it, start understanding it, start understanding, well, how does this fit into my business? Because if we're a service-based business team, that is going to be slightly different to how we manage this from a, from a product or you know, product manufacturing-based business. 
obviously we just need to have a slightly different lens depending on what it is that we're working to. So go over um, just the simple five ways again before in a second we're going to start adding some numbers and we might dive into a little bit of strategy as well if we've got time. Again if you've got any questions then make sure you get um, into the chat box. I think it, we're, on, uh, we're going through on Zoom here, team. There's plenty of us. So make sure you get into the chat box and ask us any question you've got right now on any of the areas that I've just mentioned. But as I said, this is about coming off the pitch for a second, looking into your business and saying, right, what are the areas that we need to work on right now? What strategies do we need to work on, okay, to start having an impact? And we'll start to discuss the impact in just a second. So, all right, Phil, this is all quite really, you know, simple and straightforward. It's a formula on the board, but what does that actually mean in real time? Okay, so now we're going to dive in and add some numbers to it. Okay, let's add some numbers. So let's say that we've got uh, a nice little business and we've got 4,000 leads. That could be 4,000 people coming into our shop every single year. Okay, let's say that 25% of them actually buy something from our shop. Okay, 25% of them buy something from our shop. Make sure you stay up with this team. Make sure you're jotting this down as we're going through. And if you've got, again, if you've got any questions, then come on and, and ask us any questions you've got. So what does that give us, team? That gives us a 1,000 customers, right? One in four are actually becoming customers. Love it. All makes sense so far. Now, once they've come through the door, how many times are they coming through? Well, we're saying, for argument's sake today, they're actually coming through two times. So they're coming through the door two times to purchase something from us. Okay? Then... Average pound sale. Let's put a number to that. Let's work out what that number is. So here in this business, we've got a hundred pounds. There's a hundred pounds that that person's coming in and investing in our business or service. For you guys at home, it'll be a different number. It won't be a hundred pounds. Okay. Then that gives us a nice tidy revenue of two hundred pounds. So you can see what we did there. We've obviously just taken the customers. We've multiplied that obviously by the number of transactions, and then we multiply it again by the average pound sale. Quite simply, we've got £200,000 in revenue working. All right, awesome. Then, from there, we know that our profit margin is roughly 25%. Okay, taking that out, that gives us £50,000. Okay, so that business right there, quite straightforward. 4,000 customers, 4,000 leads coming in at the top. Um, the conversion rate, 25%, that's one in four. So then that gives us a thousand customers. Then they're transacting twice for a hundred quid and that gives us 200,000 pounds in revenue. We times it by our profit and then we're left with 50k. So this is all, you know, qu quite, quite simple team when we look at this. Okay, but the magic is about to happen when we start to look at the ways we can actually improve each one of these numbers. Now, some of you might be sitting there at home thinking, Phil, this doesn't, this isn't relevant to, to us and our business. Well, you know, the challenge in their team is we do this with pretty much any business you can name. We've worked with pet food businesses, we've worked with funeral directors, we've worked with window cleaners, we've worked with mortgage advisors, 
We've worked with haulage companies. Doesn't matter what the business is, guys, we apply this framework into any business. Okay? Now, is it important to track these numbers? 100%. Because what I said right at the beginning, we just go back right to the beginning for a second. Okay? These are the three key numbers that most of us, if we're honest, as business owners know. Right? We know those numbers. But what is turning the dial on those numbers is the important piece here. What is actually impacting those numbers? What is those little actions that I'm doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, or our team are doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that are impacting the customers? What are we doing on a weekly, monthly basis once the customers are in that we can actually hit that driving of the revenue as well? And obviously, the profits. So the question remains then, so Phil, do we work on all the numbers at any one time? Well, yeah, quite simply. Our founder put it best, Brad Sugars. Um, we don't just go to the gym and work on your right arm all week. You've got to work on your whole body, right? And this is your whole business as a framework, okay? So I know that we've got some questions coming in, team. Can you make sure that you've got any of your questions coming in, make sure you get them into the chat box. I would love to be able to solve your number one business priority, or maybe not solve it completely, but give you some ideas and get a flavor of where you're at right now to really help you in the next stage or that next step that you want to complete to drive your business forward, help you and your team members grow. So this obviously is very numbers orientated today, but it could be something thinking around, well, I need to hire a member of staff. Great. You know, or I need to add another person into the team, or I need to shuffle things around a little bit because things aren't quite working as they are right now. Or in fact, it's your time, the time that you're spending, okay, you're doing those particular jobs at the moment, which you're kind of thinking, should I really be doing these jobs? Is that my responsibility? Well, guys, you, you know, I hate to say it, but if we're finding ourselves doing the job again and again and again, then we've really got ourselves a full-time job. We haven't got ourselves a business yet. So we're on that journey. Remember, we're on that journey of business ownership where we do the job once and then we get paid forever, right? So because, you know, our definition of a business is creating a commercial profitable enterprise that works with or without you. And this is the framework to set us up to start making an impact and to start giving you the opportunity to step back so that you can get other people to start helping you out and taking note. Well, wouldn't we want those numbers to be recorded? Wouldn't we want that performance to be recorded? Absolutely. So this is where we start. We start with a simple five ways framework. Okay, so we've got our numbers into the five ways. We've understood the particular areas that we're working to. Let's just stay in that top ground for a second. So we're looking at the number of leads and the conversion rate. First question for everybody, do you know what those numbers are in your business? Do you know what that number is right now in your business? Do you know how many leads you've got coming in to your business on a weekly basis? If we do, fantastic. Because once we know and we've got a number for it, what can we do? We can start managing performance and actually measuring if we are under or over. Wouldn't that be cool? If we were over every single week, 
And as Frank Dick says it, you know, setting our PBs and breaking our personal bests is what it's all about, right? To drive in self-performance. So, of course, let's get understanding what those numbers are. But, for example, we've got 80-plus strategies on lead generation. Now, it's not for me to tell you which lead generation strategy works best for your business. You, sh you would know that. You will know what lead generation strategy works best. Okay. Now, if you don't know what lead generation strategy works best, what's the first question that you ask customers or potential customers? Hey, how did you hear about us? Well, once we've got a measure of that, we've actually then got some data, we've got some numbers, and we can start being really effective around where we're putting our time, investing our revenues and investing our profits back into the business to generate that number, to increase that number. So what comes first? Make sure you know the number, right? Make sure you're measuring this stuff. And if you're not measuring it, you're measuring it from today, right now. You ask that question, hey, excuse me, how did you hear about us? Is it okay if I ask you a couple of questions? So let's say we start getting a measure of that number. Let's say we start getting a simple measurement on a weekly basis. And to be honest, team, it doesn't have to be on, you know, a, a, a fancy piece of software. This can be on, on simply just recorded, you know, as, as simple as a sheet or a clipboard or wherever it is, you know. If you're a cafe or a restaurant, hey, just out of interest, how did you hear about us, guys? You know, that simple question. And then tally it. And then at the end of the month, you've got the tally. Because what happens then? We work with one of those 86 strategies. At the beginning, we work with one of the 86 strategies. We might get to a level team, you know, once we get really firing, okay, where we can work on two or three of those strategies. If it's just you right now, we work on one or two. If we've got a team that are taking on this responsibility, then we can increase the strategies, of course. Quite simple. Then, what happens when you start measuring the number? Typically, the number might stay at a sort of medium sort of level. It might even dip a little bit, okay? However, we work on the strategies with you and we start working on ways that we can improve those areas. And let's just say with a small increase, a small increase of 10%. Let's say we take it from 4,000, we add 10%, that gives us 4,400 leads. Now, you know, we're not talking about doubling, we're not talking about 8,000%, we're not talking about a great big number, we're just talking about that 10%. So we go 10%, that gives us 4,400. Okay, cool, we're writing that down by the way. All right, then, so we've got more people coming through the door. Well, Phil, look, we've got more people coming in through the door. What do we do next? Okay, what do we do next is we start to measure the conversion rate. What's the conversion rate? The conversion rate is the time in which it takes for that person as a lead to come in and actually convert into a customer. So to actually buy something from your organization. Okay, what is that number? In this business, it's 25%. So they know that if we get the footfall every single year, okay, we can start to make calculations. What's this helpful for? Well. Is it helpful for planning? 100% it's helpful for planning. Okay, 100% it's helpful for planning. So 25% then goes to 27.5. My clicker works. There it is.
All right, 27.5, up on your screen. Okay, because remember, just as we're adding that 10%, it's that 10% to the 25%. All right? Now, what are you thinking? That is going to be an increase in customers, an increase in 10%, right? Quite simple. However, no. It's a little bit more than that because it compounds from north to south. Not to go, not to go into the deep dives of the accountancy world too much, but we're just going from north to south here. And this is the real power of the five ways team. Okay, because we increased it from left to right with the strategies. And then what we see is that increase from north to south. So that now becomes 1,210 customers. And I just want to hold on that for a second because we talk about lead generation and the majority of customers that we see, the majority of businesses that certainly we see out there in, in the marketplace right now, and a lot of the companies that we worked with, is we need more leads. Phil, we need more leads. Coach, we need more leads. You know, how can we get more leads into our business? Okay, this is the number one question. And there's a lot of fantastic organizations out there, okay, which are helping us get more leads. 100%. And, you know, if we've got our numbers right at the beginning, we know what success looks like. Without numbers, we don't know what success looks like. It's as straightforward as that. Okay, so what you can see here is it's not just about getting more leads to get more customers. It is about the conversion. So that is the process in which people, and let's be honest, it's people that are buying from our organization. So what is the process that that person will go through to become a customer? And we use our shop analogy here for a second. You know, they've come into our shop. Now, whatever we're selling, okay, it could be carpets, beds, or food, okay? What is that journey like? What is that process like for that person as soon as they step into the shop, okay? Is it easy? For them to become a customer. Can they, you know, can they buy it with their card? Can they use contactless? Do they know how much it is? Do they know what they're buying? Okay, all these kind of questions are absolutely vital in our conversion process. If we don't have a conversion process right now or a strategy, can we see the impact that that might have on our business? And I know that some of us out there probably haven't even thought about having a conversion strategy. Some of us will have strategies and we'll be working on them on a regular basis. If we don't have that strategy, if we don't have that strategy in place to convert customers, then you fill the leads up as much as you want, but you'll see the same results coming out. So it is absolutely vital that we measure that number, at least at the beginning. Remember, it's that measurement first, have a look at the process next. Measure that number first, have a look at the process next. So we've got that 1,210 customers. Okay, now they've come into the door. Next section, again, strategies, number of transactions. We've got over 50 strategies for number of transactions. We start working on two or three strategies. Very, very straightforward to implement huge impact on the business. If we're not doing them, it's going to be costing us a lot, team. Okay, now we increase those number of transactions across the year because some of us will be spending 
again in this shop. Some of us will be spending like 10 times a year. Others, others of us will be spending once or twice. Okay, so it's absolutely vital we just take an average at this moment in time. We take an average and we look at 2 becomes 2.2, okay, of that number of transactions. Now, what's the number one area then for getting people back into our organization and asking them? Well, I've sort of answered it in the question team. How many times a year are we asking our customers that have invested in your organization, by the way, how many times are we asking them back? Quite simply, how many times are we getting them back into our organization? Now, again, I'm just going to have a, a little pause here at a section where we might have some questions coming in. Um, if you've got a question, make sure uh, you get into the chat box and uh, you come on uh, and you come on, on and ask us any questions. So we've got questions coming from Demi. How do we generate more leads? Well, Demi, fantastic. Let's take you back up to that top section there, Demi. Okay, so how do we generate more leads? Well, firstly, let's identify what a lead is for you. What is a lead? So on your bit of paper right now, Demi, I hope you've got a pen and paper. I want you to just clearly identify what a lead is for you. Okay, that's the first area to go. The second area to go is... What exactly, um, how, many, how, how, many, how many leads have you actually got right now? So you actually need to calculate the total number of leads that you've got in your organization, okay, or in your business. So Demi, I'm not quite sure what your business is, um, but you will definitely have customers that have come through that process. So let's go out to them. Let's ask them, where did they hear about us? Let's ask them, you know, what, what it was that kind of, was really interesting and why did they come and shop with us? With just those two or three questions, with the customer base that you, I'm sure you've already built up, that's gonna give us a clear understanding and a little bit of a framework to work towards in terms of generating leads. Now, typically, we're, we're looking at, you know, kind of a digital process. So it might be looking at how can Instagram or Facebook or Google Ads might help but remember, team, let's make the clear distinction here. Google, people are searching for you, okay? Facebook, we're interrupting people, okay? So what is it that we're looking for in that sense? Again, identifying that potential customer, that lead is a potential customer. And typically, we can build that profile out of the customers we've already got. So let's capture all that good stuff that you've got, Demi, and let's build that picture. And then what you'll find is, this is a multiple strategy approach. So we won't just have one particular area. We work together, we won't just say, let's go to Facebook or let's go to Google or let's go to uh, newspaper adverts or let's go to magazine adverts, all of which are still up and running, by the way, and all of which are still very effective, but they're effective once we measure it, okay? So we find out where that success has come from previously and then we look to build on that. So let's say, for example, it was a Facebook ad. One thing that we do here on a regular basis is we test and measure. So let me give you a quick example of testing measuring. We were recently working with an organization that wanted to find out what the best advert was, okay? What the best strap line was for that advert. So where do you go first? Well, you can go to Google Analytics 
You can put it on Twitter for free. You can put it as an Instagram headline. You can put it in so many different places to find out with your marketplace live which one will get the most likes or which one will get the most views. You can find all that information out. It takes a little bit of time, but it's free. Now, once we've got that information, and we ran this with like eight headlines, and guess what? Two of the headlines featured three, four hundred times more than the other five or six headlines. So what did we go with? We went with those two. So we go with that on that Facebook ad, and out it goes into the marketplace. Now, we don't just put one advert out. We have to put more than one advert. Why? Because we've got to test and measure it again. So Demi, long way around to answer your question, but hopefully I've given you some ideas there on how you can increase your leads within your business. Have we got any other questions for now? Yeah, really cool. So uh, the repeat business is the uh, number of transactions that you can see here. So Demi, we've gone in at the number of leads, which is right at the top. Again, get the scores, get the scoreboard up. We can always tell whether we're you know, being successful or not with a good scoreboard. This is part of the five ways. So number of leads, tick. Now we go on to the number of transactions. Okay, again, how many times do your customers buy from you? So is it on a monthly basis? Is it on a weekly basis? Let's find out and let's, let's see where the number one performing customer is. How often is that number one performing customer actually transacting in your organization? Let's ask them some questions. You'll come up with some better questions than me right now, by the way, because it's relevant to your business. You can come up with two or three questions you can ask them. Why do you keep coming back? What is it? But, you know, about the organization. And do you know what? What they say is the fuel to feed the next um, particular campaign. But typically here at Action Coach, it's absolutely essential that you're talking to customers every 90 days. That's the cadence. Or at least that's been the cadence for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years since we've been coaching businesses, right? In the last two years, we've seen a whole flip of how businesses operate, how consumers are operating. And to be quite honest with you, it's increasing. The service levels are increasing. The information is increasing. And depending on your business, obviously, we just want to find out what the cadence is, what the correct time frame is for you and your business to be communicating with your customer. Sometimes we just need to proactively prompt them into making another decision, whether that's to come and join the event, whether it's to claim the token, whether it's to join the membership program, whether it's be a part of the next project or the next event that you're doing, or you know, come on down and visit the strategic partner that we're working with. Whatever it might be, those strategies are in place and we're measuring those. Okay, so <clears throat> that's, that's um, Demi, I hope that's helped. All right, but excellent questions. Thank you so much. Again, if there's any other questions coming in, team, then just let me know. Make sure you get into the chat box. Come on, let's help um, as many businesses as we can right now. All right, so where are we? Back onto the five ways. So now we've got the average pound sale. Okay, the average pound sale <clears throat> is all about how much business invests with us. So let's wake up. There he is. Okay, so let's, um, let's have a little look here. So we've gone from £100. We're measuring that on an annual or a monthly basis, whatever you want to measure it to begin with. 
okay? And then we're looking at a 10% increase, which becomes £110. So you're saying, Phil, well, that's not a great jump. Could you get, you know, all of your customers or 50% of your customers spending an extra tenner in your organization? Oh, possibly yes. You know, so we've, we have hundreds of strategies around that average pound sale. We get two or three of them up and running. Again, we've got those, busy, we've got those customers investing that little bit more. How might we do that? How might we get a customer that's transacted with us a few times and actually part of our organization, they're part of our community? You know, we've invested in getting them in, in our marketing strategies. We've got them through the conversion and now they're in our organization getting fantastic value. How can we add to that value? How can we add to their experience with you as an organization? Now, obviously, there's some organizations out there which are very finely tuned at this. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say one of the biggest restaurant chains in the world, always asking, what else would you like? Or would you like anything else? Or can I help with that? Or my favorite one, which is, what is your would you like fries with that question? Okay, would you like fries with that question is quite simply, in every single meeting that you have with customers right now, there is absolutely no harm in asking that question. And to be honest with your team, that is actually one of the strategies. It seems so simple, but we actually build out what is your would you like fries with that question? And what impact that would have. Now, we put 10% up here. Because this is, when we, when we work with businesses, we've got to be really mindful that there's a two-way street. Obviously, there's business that we can get in, there's leads that we can increase quite quickly. We need to be able to service that business. We need to be able to make sure that every single customer that comes through the door gets that fantastic experience that they're already getting. And if we don't know about that experience team, that's a whole other area that we need to start measuring, is our customer experience. And actually, Probably the key difference between a lot of great businesses out, out there right now, and you'll know it as a consumer because you're a consumer yourself, that, oh, why do I shop at that particular place? Or why do I invest in that particular company? Well, it'll largely be around the experience that you've, that you've actually felt. So how do we get those people back in? Well, we ask them that question. Okay, we ask them that question around um, what, else, what else can I help you with right now? and we get them back in. And more importantly, we measure it. Because we, when we measure it, we start to make a um, real, real big impact. Okay, so what does that do to the revenue? That obviously increases the revenue. It increases the revenue by 10%. Well, actually it doesn't. It's over 40% that increases the revenue, right? Why is, you know, what, what, why is that? Well, because it's compounding from north to south, team, okay? And this is how it works, you see. So making those little incremental changes across each particular area, building the strategies, getting them measured so we know exactly where we are. So we know when we speak to our coach, we can go, hey, look, that strategy's working. This strategy, we're going to have to tune down. This strategy, though, we can tune it up. If we don't even have those strategies in place, then how do we expect that to improve? We're up to 200,000, uh, just over 290,000. Profit margins. Profit margins. 
essential lifeblood of the business. We improve that again by 10%. So what does that do for our profit? Well, it gives us an extra 30K in profit. Wow, 10% increase on each one of these areas. Now, I asked you right at the start to jot these, jot these items down. I hope that you're going through this today and you're just starting to digest the items that are most relevant to you right now. So you can even share that. What's your number one business priority right now? Now you've experienced and heard the, the kind of five ways in full flow, okay, is what area is standing out for you? There's an organization that I worked with a few years ago, and they, right at the beginning of the journey, working uh, with us here at Action Coach, said, Phil, we need more leads. Okay, and I said, great, let's have a look at the numbers. And the numbers were okay. The business was a fantastically working, operating business. And we started to look at uh, how many quotes we had actually sent out as a service-based business. And this business was turning over seven or 800,000, okay? They'd quoted for over two and a half million pounds. Two and a half million pounds they'd quoted for. And originally they were saying to me, Phil, we need more leads. What do you think they were saying when they went through the five ways? It's not just about the leads, it's about the conversion. Absolutely. If we raise that conversion, to just over 50%. Now on screen here today, we've gone from 25 to 27%, which is a 10% increase. But if we start to look at that conversion rate, then it's not just the leads that we're looking to increase. Equally, it could be other areas as well. So we worked on the number of transactions, we worked on the average pound sale. And that's that point that I mentioned earlier about, do we just work on one area? Well. If we just work on one area, we're just going to be walking around with a great big arm like Nadal does in tennis, right? We need to work on the whole body to get the whole body in shape. And this is the whole body. This is the framework. This is the blueprint DNA. Now, we do invest in businesses as well, and that is an area in which we are building here at the organization. And if we look to build and invest in businesses, we, this is one of the first areas that we go to. Can we increase these areas by 20, 30, 40% in each one of these particular strategies? Is that possible? What does that look like? What would we need to get in place to make that happen? Because if we start setting our RAS, if we start setting our reticular activating system team, which is that kind of internal GPS, Right? If we start setting our RAS to that, then what do you think is going to happen in the business? What impact is that going to have on your business? Okay, I know we've got a question in uh, the, the stand here, actually. Uh, fire away. We've got a microphone set up. Yeah, hi, Phil. Um, thank you, mate. I, just looking and going through this, it does seem like there's a lot to do. What is the... I mean, we don't measure anything. So what, what's the best and quickest way to start? Yeah, excellent, excellent question, Tim. So what, where's the best place to start? Because this could seem like there's quite a few places to go, measuring what the current scoreboard says. So let's take you all the way back to the beginning, right? All the way back to the beginning was these three numbers, okay? Which we know as business owners. 
Tim, you know roughly how many customers you got. Yeah, roughly. What your revenue is every year. Yeah. And what your profit is. Yeah. Okay. So, do you measure these two numbers? No. Okay. Have you understood how important they are today? I do now, yeah. Okay. How simple do you think it is to measure these two areas for you? You know. Well, that's it. It's where, where do we start with, with that? I mean, I, I, I could pretty much tell you how many leads we get into the business. Yep. Uh, sorry, I could pretty much tell you what the conversion rate is, although yep. not as a percentage, I'd be guessing. Okay. Um, I know how many leads come into the business roughly. Okay. But well, it's to get that accurate. How do you, how do you, how do you get that accurate? Yeah, I mean, the, absolutely. So let's get that documented. That's the first place. So we might not take a year, we might take a month. So we just get the details for February, okay? If you know roughly what your, what your details are for February, right, for how many people have inquired into your business, okay, for argument's sake, Tim, we had 50 people inquire into the business, okay? 25 became customers, all right? What does that give you a conversion rate of? 50%. There you go. Let's write it down. Okay, can I ask another question, please? Yeah, absolutely. So if we're going to look at conversion rate, how, because you, you, on, this, on this example here, you increase that by 10%. Yes. How do I increase the, the conversion rate by 10%? Where do I start? Okay, can so. Can you give me some examples? Yeah, awesome question, Tim. How do we increase the conversion rate? So re remember, team, that the conversion rate is... If we just took it a stage before, are we getting the lead? Are we getting, if we look at the stage before, which is leads, right? How, how effective are the leads that we're getting right now? Okay, so are we finding the right people in the organization? Are we finding the right people in the marketplace to be investing in our products and service? So that would be my first question. Are the leads, so out of those 25 that we haven't got, are they the right 25? we want to be working with or do we need to increase something else that happened in the other 25 where does that come from the question that we asked right at the beginning i don't know if you remember how did you hear about us okay the next question that we're going to start working on and i don't know what conversion strategies we've got in place at the moment tim in your organization but the next question is all around would you mind if i ask you a couple of questions so you ask that question so how, is it okay to help you best, can I ask you a couple of questions? And if you walked into an organization, Tim, you walked into the car garage down the road and he said, hey, Phil, to help you best, would it be all right if I asked you a few questions? What are you going to say? Yes. Now what do we have to work out? What your couple of questions are or what your three or four questions are. Just like when you sign up for any particular product or service out there, they ask you loads of questions. What are they doing? They're qualifying that person. They're also finding out what product, service, or particular situation, and whether you're in a position to buy today, tomorrow, next week, or next year, okay, is being established. So we can only do that through questions, through excellent questions. Is there more than one way to ask a question? Of course there is. We give you the best ways to ask that question. 
can also give you the adapted styles that, you know, typically there's four personality styles out there in the marketplace of human beings, of Dr. Alessandro's the sort of disc behavioral analysis, will give you the four different styles to ask your questions. Okay, so Tim, I hope that's answered your question. Yeah, thank you, Phil. Awesome. I know that we're just coming in towards uh, the end here of our interactive business breakout session. Fantastic questions from Demi and Tim. Um, but look, just to lastly finish off, team, with your 25, when you're 27.5% uh, profit margin, that's given us a whopping 80,000 plus profit at the end of the day. So all I can urge you to do is get measuring, get looking at your numbers, and if you've got a question or you need a little bit more information, then just reach out and let us know. Thank you so much for tuning in to the interactive breakout session here with Action Coach. Look forward to seeing you again next time. Cheers now. <laughs>